0: to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil,
1: and me, Paul. And on this germ-ridden podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. The... Now, I've got a feeling that there might not even be anybody still alive outside. <laughs> this bug has <laughs> just wiped everyone out, and me being cocooned in this—that <laughs> is the only person. You, are, me, the... you are the, the you only are... two people alive. You are the world. Omega Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ah oh there you are Chilton
0: Hessler and the prize your gun out of your cold dead hand. <laughs> yes. As usual. <laughs> um now usually I would say at this point yes, we do apologize, we're a bit late with this podcast, but the pair of us have been unwell this week. Um and I think this is about the the first time uh this week we felt <laughs> we felt well enough to record. So um yes. so it might be interspersed with fits of coughing or sneezing or, or whatever. So um we we do apologise in advance, um, but first, really, we do as apologize. we do generally. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, we always apologise for this output, don't we? So yes. <laughs> um, but first, really, we, usually we would do the news, but this week there is no news. There is absolutely right. nothing to talk it's about. Cause, it's because no
1: one else is alive.
0: <laughs> we wiped up by that Chinese virus, are not they? <laughs> yes. Um, but of course, what we do have um, is uh, the stats. So. Um, Oh, dear. We got them very badly, actually. So let's go to Omega's Stats Corner. Right, everybody. So we got the overnight figures uh, for Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. And that was watched by 4.04 million viewers. And um, that's a 20% of the total viewing audience uh, for that night. Um, and that made Doctor Who the sixth most popular show on British television uh, for that evening. Um, and yet again, it was beaten by um, Dancing on Ice, which only had four point five two million. Yeah, yeah. So again, uh, not massive, um, but so the the biggest um, viewing figures for the day was Call the Midwife at six point three three. And Countryfile, which led into doctor of five point two three million viewers. There's quite a, a few million so switch off.
1: So still that big drop off of people while it who have to go and do other things while waiting for Call the Midwife.
0: Exactly. Um however, um I think the I think the show of BBC Sunday night, like the trial of Christine Keeler on at nine o'clock, only got three point four six million. Yes. Um so again a big um, a big drop off. Um I think people just don't want to watch dramas on the
1: television so much anymore. I think they just want to box set it. Yeah, I think, I think there is this case that people just watch stuff when they want now, rather than... Yeah. Actually, thinking about it, has that child Christine Keeley been out on iPlayer before
0: it made terrestrial television, perhaps? No, I'm not sure it has. No, I'm not entirely mm. sure myself, but... Mm. I know that the BBC sort of tend to, they've done that with certain things, and that's probably why no one's watched it when it's actually uh, broadcast live. But uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, if you look at the overnights, you'd say, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. But it's still maintaining the 20% total of the audience for that evening. It, that's been fairly consistent. It's always been about the 20, 21%. Um, it's going to be worse next week when it drops to two,
1: just me and you alive. Yes,
0: it? I know, exactly, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> well, in that case, then it will be the 100% of the total TV funerals for <laughs> the evening. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. So, it... Some odd people hiding in the darkness will be watching Dancing on Ice.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. That's the. <laughs> Depend, it depends which version of the Omega Man you watch, really. The other albinos or some weird vampire people who, mm. who, who, who CGI'd, like the Will Smith version. Mm. But Although yeah. oh, there is the Vincent Price version as well, isn't there? The Last Man on Earth. Yes. Which I've never seen, actually. No, I haven't. Never right. seen that one. But uh, but anyway, um, so that's the overnights of that. But the f- official ratings for Orphan 55 um, had uh, consolidated viewing figures at 5.38 million, mm. according to, to Barb. So it was that made the tenth most watched program on on the BBC for that week, and twenty fifth across all television, the final twenty three point seven percent share of the total TV audience. Yeah. Um, However, it did beat the consolidated viewing figures for Dancing on Ice, which
1: had five point ten million viewers. Yeah. Is Dancing on Ice something where at the end of the show people have to vote for who they want to stay? Um, I've 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 never watched it, so I have no idea. I which, th- I th- I think there is some voting which, involved. Yeah. Which, which, if that's the case, then that would obviously explain why a lot of people want to watch that live and then watch Doctor Who on catch up. Yeah. Because there's no point watching Doctor Who live and watching Dancing on Ice on catch up when you then can't vote because you're too late. Yeah. Exactly exactly so I mean I know I know um, I think Joe has,
0: my wife was watched it on catch up before just to just to watch the dancing route so that's it really I don't, she's not interested in doing the voting or anything so I know people who, who, who do do that
1: but as you say the draw is the vote isn't it yeah I mean, so, so, watch it. so so unless if Doctor Who wants better um, overnight figures they've got to have a vote at the end is it Yaz <laughs> 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 is it Ryan or is it Graham that goes next week yeah Oh dear! Well, who
0: knows? Who knows? You, you actually, there the, was the other thing that did come out this week was the trailer, wasn't it, for the second half of this series? And you've got um, uh, Ryan questioning how long can they keep traveling with the Doctor. So yeah. it's this leading up to something. I wonder. Mm. Mm, who knows? But uh, but anyway, getting back to fifty five, And of course, the final thing to to wrap up the stats is the AI score. Uh, Four hundred and fifty-five was seventy-seven.
1: Which again yeah. isn't that great. No, it's not that. Wasn't, great. Wasn't um, the Tesla one, 79. I think so. Yeah, I thought I saw somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't
0: sort of, I don't usually look for it until like the following week, um, just right. so I can bring a bit of tension into my
1: life. Oh, it's <laughs> hard enough spoilt that now. You have now. <laughs> well, you, well, you might not see next weekend. Come on. Stop. <laughs> It could be a waste of excitement.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Right, okay. So that's it for stats, but we're keeping Omega very busy tonight because, everybody, we've now got tat as well. It's time for Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Right, now, uh, for those of you who look at our uh, Facebook group and our Facebook page, I posted up a uh, YouTube video uh, from a character... Um, Because they've just announced at the Toy Fair 2020 uh, a new range of 5.5 inch figures Um, And this is finally the the new TARDIS team. So we've also got a new TARDIS as well uh, An updated figure of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, which has got a different colored uh, t-shirt on Uh, We have a, a Graham figure and not shown actually in this video, there is also a Yaz and Ryan figure as well, which is going to be in a, an upcoming set, uh, which of course is going to be released through B and M. Mm. Okay, um, and there's also the Reconnaissance Dalek um, from uh, Resolution as well. So uh, with a sort of the Khalid mutant coming out of it, yes. it seems. So um, now they are available to all of them from Forbidden Planet. They are due in late February. Uh the figures are retailing at twelve ninety nine and the lights and sound tar, This it says here is retail for nineteen ninety nine. So it's not uh yeah, it's not overly
1: expensive. No. Really? And no. no. also handy if you if you want the grime figure if you've got the, the Chase Board game as well. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. <laughs> not to be confused with Doctor Who, the Chase.
0: The Chase, right? <laughs> <No. laughs> Yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I mean, I've I've been I've collected all the the Doctor figures in the in the five point five inch range. I haven't bothered with all the other ones. Um, I've got a Jodie Whittaker one. I'm not interested in getting variants. I know people do just because they collect it. Um, but yeah, I've got one. That's it. I'm I'm not interested in buying any more. To be honest. <sighs> Um, now, the, some other things that were announced, actually, which I haven't put up on the Facebook group, actually, because some other things that have been uh, announced are some Doctor Construction kits. Now, for those of you uh, or of Paul and I's age, um, it looks very rem- reminiscent of Meccano, doesn't it? Yes. Um, now they've given uh, on the on the website we're looking at, which is the Who uh, merchandise um, website, they've got a picture from which I'm, I'm assuming is from the Toy Fair um, of a K Nine. Construction set. Um, now it's green, which are probably going to upset purists. Um, but unless you like the Dapol figure from the 1980s with the green K9, um, to be honest, that's the sort of thing I would have liked to have built when I was a kid. I had Meccano, um Yeah, that would have appealed to me, to be honest, because I like building things. Yeah. And to be honest, I I think that's a good thing. Actually, if it, if it can get, I know it's basically just going to be Doctor Who fans of my age going out and buy that because hey, it reminds yes. me of Doctor Who, and it reminds it me reminds of, of Macano. Macano, exactly. Um, but if if it can get some children interested in, in built actually building something, yeah, I, I you know, fair play. I mean, I, I haven't seen the one of um, of the Daleks. I don't know how no. what that looks like, um, but it looks like K-9. apart from the green. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it looks all right. Actually, it's a very, it's a very good Meccano representation of K nine. Yeah, yeah, I quite like it. I quite like it. So um, I might sort of uh, post a, a photo up on the on, on our um, Facebook group, um, sort of after we, after we put this podcast out, so, so you can have a so you can have a quick look at it. Mm. Uh, but uh, no idea on price, I'm afraid on those on those construction sets. I would imagine they'd be fairly expensive. Yes. But anyway, so as soon as we get some sort of news on that, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, let you know. Mm. So that is it for Tat and Stats uh, for this week. So coming up next week, we're gonna talk about Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. So oh, I can't really say that for another week that was the news, can I? No. No, um That was the stats. <laughs> everyone um it's time for us to talk about nikola tesla's night of terror
1: gilded age new york this is when the modern world begins i am nikola tesla gotcha. I don't suppose you've seen anything weird around here ah. nikola tesla dreams up the 20th century before it happens he has been scanning the earth since it got here what is he looking for you believe the same? Consider this your official eviction notice. Get your ship away from Earth right now. Find them. I will take everything.
0: And I do believe it's my turn to kick this off this week, isn't it?
1: Yes it is. Yeah, it
0: is, it is. Um Now we 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 were sort of discussing this uh before we start recording. I think both of us have only watched this the once, haven't we? Yes, yeah, well, um,
1: I, I, in bits I've watched it. Yeah,
0: yeah, you, you've you been basically drifting in and out of consciousness, it seems, for yes. the last few days. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I've been sort of like getting up an evening and absolutely, absolutely whacked out because I haven't felt very well. So um, anyway, yes, yeah, so we both only watched this the once. However, um, I've got to say, when I watched it on Sunday evening, I actually rather enjoyed it. To be honest, it's it's another one of those episodes that if you get the box set, you're not going to make a, a, a beeline for it. No. So I must watch this one first. Um, I just think it's one of those episodes that's kind of, it's it's there, it doesn't really contribute anything to the overall mythos of, of Doctor Who, but I found it to be enjoyable none, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, I um, mean, yeah, it it, it it passed 50 minutes, didn't it? Yeah, it
0: did. It did. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I was sitting there watching it with my son Scott, and it got to the um, sort of around about the forty-minute mark, um, sort of yeah, thirty-five, forty-minute mark, and he he just went, "Daddy, this one's boring." Um, and I can un- I can understand why because this wasn't exactly an action-packed story. This was a fairly um, dialogue-driven, st- yeah, um, story. This one. Um,
1: well, more focus, <laughs> more focus on the characters than anything else. I felt for a while. More, more focus on explaining to the audience who Nikola Tesla was. Yeah, this definitely was a history lesson. Uh, this yeah. one, however, I found it to be an interesting
0: history lesson as well. Um, particularly the sort of highlighting the the rivalry between Tesla and Edison. And 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 their yeah. different approaches to to their um saying, their, their industry, to be honest.
1: Yeah. There was one thing though, I was I thought that the sort of Edison Tesla rivalry had somewhat well, not somewhat passed, but I thought Edison had sort of lost some control. Of his company by the time this was supposed to have been set. Oh right, okay. But I wouldn't like to. You want not to put money on it, money on that. And I meant to look it up, and I haven't had a chance. To oh be honest. right, okay, okay.
0: No, it's uh... no. I mean, I mean to start with this story. So no, they did. They oh, did
1: both live quite long lives. Yes, they surprisingly, did. Surprisingly, for that time. If it says something to do <laughs> working with electricity, I don't know. What <laughs> no it was
0: um no i i say it was um as i say it, it was it, it, this story was definitely um very much in love with the character of nikola tesla um and it was quite some while before the doctor actually actually pitched up yeah um in this story which is um which is fine um yeah no i i, I don't mind that yeah, I don't, myself to I be don't honest actually i thought i thought it, was, it made it made a um, for me a sort of a bit of a bit of a refreshing change mm.
1: And, yeah, and I, and I quite like I, yeah, the idea of sort of actually almost the character stumbling on the Doctor rather than the Doctor. Yes, indeed, yeah. Um, especially
0: after what we said last week about Orphan 55, where they were trying to pack so much in with all these different characters, yeah. and at the end you didn't care for any of them. No. Uh, I felt the complete opposite this week, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I really did. Um yeah, I I just sort of engaged with the character and I thought um Goran, um I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Is it is it Visnich or something? I thought he yeah, was I, I, so. I thought he was um I'm only aware <laughs> of him of, of, of being in ER previously, but he's he's in another um sci-fi show which I've never seen. Um but I thought he was very good, actually, yeah. Tesla. I thought he was very, very well acted. Um I think the scene between him and Yaz... As well, when he was talking about, you know, it's all up in his mind and, you know, all these plans and, and schematics and whatever. Yeah. I thought that was a nice little um, little scene between them. Um, but again, it was a case of Yaz being left behind whilst everyone else off went off to have an adventure kind of thing. Um,
1: to a certain extent, but I do think they are getting better with the companions. And at least, in terms of... Fair enough. She's being left behind, but at least she's not just following the doctor around, just asking questions for, for, for decorations, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just to prompt the doctor's monologue as to what's happened so far. Yeah, precisely. Well I mean, we still got a little bit of a, a, a you know yeah. a, a
0: doctor monologue uh, this week, but it didn't feel qu- it didn't stand out as much as it has done on previous episodes. It it didn't sort of kind of stop the plot, no. Because the plot wasn't moving that fast anyway. Because I I thought no. it was more of a, a yeah. more of a character piece, yeah, with a, with a a sort of a sci fi edge to it. But uh, no, I I as I say, I really enjoyed it. I like the fact they did, um, sort of try and, and sort of like keep it fairly factual, especially with, with the Warden Cliff Tower, yeah, as well, and. And also, sort of like, what a, a genius he was! How far ahead of his time. He was thinking about, you know, you know, um, wireless technology.
1: Yeah. As well. And, and just and just how I've, I thought this, I thought this episode was what this episode did good, did well. Yeah. Was, actually, play what the differences between te- Tesla and Edison were. Yeah. Without having to actually stop the, the the. the 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 show and say look you believe in this and you believe in that you know you literally got the where they came from that Edison was the showman and the salesman yeah whereas Tesla was the was was the thinker and the dreamer I mean the the great scene of the fact of that Edison's already in the TARDIS and it's you know just taken over as to what what what, how he could sell this yeah exactly yeah whereas tesla walks in and says what it is exactly he's already figured it out yeah yeah i thought that was that was well done yeah that, they, that. they didn't
0: make edison a particularly likable character
1: um no i mean they just did they really well, um well i mean very well
0: very well played by robert glenison of course is robert Glennison's yeah. second appearance in doctor because yeah. he was uh salatine in the case of Andrazani in mm. What was it 1984? That wasn't it. So yeah. Um, now I thought yeah I thought that I mean the pair of them were very good in their scenes together um, as well, and I yeah. thought Robert Glen was very good with with um, Bradley Walsh. Yeah, they made us a sort of a bit,
1: bit of an odd double act, didn't they? Really. Yeah, but I mean, but but they also did at least give you know Edison the the credit, you know that, that he wasn't just there. Was also the fear that then he just becomes like almost a salesman, but then you've got the Doctor when the Doctor just dis- Works out about doing the ring to try and trap the alien. Yeah, in that he works out what she's doing. He realizes what she's doing. Mm. That there is enough still of a of the scientist in there. Yeah, to you know that he's not just this salesman. And I think they I think they actually did quite get the characters quite well. And I like the fact that obviously when they had to clear the streets, his first fault was to grab a paper and say streets are not safe, Tesla's up to something which was I thought was a brilliant bit as well. And also could it's almost like he couldn't resist. No. I mean, a, but, at, dig, you know? but actually, in in the in the, the way that they'd heightened the tension earlier, that was obviously the easiest way to get the people off the streets. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't uh, I don't disagree at all. I don't disagree at all. Yeah, especially
0: after people were protesting outside Tesla's mm. Um, lab and everything. but Yeah, uh, yeah I think the. Um, yeah, no, this, I mean, as I say, I enjoyed it. However, I think the weak link in this are the aliens themselves. Yes. The Skithra. Um, now, when it started off, you had these guys with the glowing eyes, and it was quite threatening, actually. And you saw, you know, they just sort of. Um, taken. Taken or, or sort of cloaked themselves as these people they've just yeah. killed. Um, which I thought yeah. was, was good. The little bit of the red herring at, at the beginning with the the um what we call it? The uh I've forgotten the name of the bloody monsters now. That is terrible. See, I've got a cold. That's my excuse. I've got a cold. Um What were the Silurian gun? Silurian gun, thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. Um yeah, there's sort of a little bit of a sort of red herring there. Uh then you sort of find out that they've they just sort of pick up the
1: scavengers, aren't they? Yeah, really? I mean, which also actually... I like that aspect sort, of it. So it sort of works then with the fact that they're taking the shape of other people as well because they're just basically... They just use other what other people have. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So
0: I did quite like that. However, when you've seen the Queen of the Scythra, mm. the first thing I thought of was the Queen of the Ragnos. Yeah. Um, even down to the uh, the, 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 the the performance... The camera angles, the makeup. Now, unless they're meant to be some sort of distant relation, they shouldn't. Yeah. That, then, then fair enough. Um, however, one thing that that surprised, and I, and I didn't spot this when I watched it. It's only when I was sort of um, looking at the cast this afterwards that the Queen's Cup was played by. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing her name as right as well. Anjali Mahindra, who was uh, Rani in the Sarah Jane Adventures. All oh, right. Now I knew I knew she was guest starring. Um, in this series of Doctor Who, but I didn't know this was the character she was playing. So I was um, all the way through. I was thinking, I, I recognise you. I, I, I sort of recognised the face, even yeah. underneath the makeup. I thought it was it was really bugging me. And then I um, read the cast list afterwards. and thought, oh, it was obvious. <laughs> After that, so um, I'm not saying it was a bad
1: performance. I'm just saying it it was it was very derivative. Yeah, I, th- I think it was better than the Arachnos. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, there was something a bit more menacing about her yeah. performance that compared to Sarah Parish's performance. Yeah, um, I mean, even though, yeah, the Queen of the Ratnos was an absolute um, tour de force of practical effects because yeah. that was a full size sort of like spider they built um, for that. So that was um, that was amazing. But as you say, um, yeah, Sarah Parish's performance was extremely over the top. Yeah. This was less so, a little bit more threatening, but uh, but uh, still at the same time very I felt sort of very de- derivative. Yeah. But hey. You can't have it all. You can't have it all. But uh no, I'd say it, it was I think to me that was the sort of the kind of the only sort of um that, that I thought i found it to be the weak link. But to yeah. be honest,
1: it, you the cipher I mean, usually is the weak link. When you you, you get the historical ones, yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah. There's no... It it was actually too bigger an alien threat. Mm. It would have been better if it had been... You could almost have had Tesla, Edison and an alien... An alien. Yeah, yeah. You know? And they could have then had sort of something around that. It then becomes come too bigger... You know, we've oh, we've got a spacecraft, and we're we'll blow you out the sky, sort of thing. It was just a bit, well, you know. Yeah, it was, it's again, it's sort of been how many more times can you do this? Yeah.
0: What what, what 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 you know is there anything new you can bring to a story like this? And to be honest, probably not. No, really. Um, you've got a spaceship in the sky; it's cloaked, and you've got to blow it up. At the end, yeah.
1: really, or send it packing, you know, it that it, it's always got to end like that, hasn't it? And I suppose I mean the, the fact I suppose is that, that you've got the tower does make quite a good looking weapon. Yes. And again looks use. exactly like the, the actual Wardenclyffe tower, yeah. so that was that was very yeah. well done. Yeah. Very well done. So you you can understand that yeah, that was too much of a um Thing to to be there to not be used, you know. You almost wonder what, how, what they've started with. I think almost think they started with the tower and worked their way back. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But uh,
0: no, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was very well directed as well. Um, actually, I thought it was it was it was nicely done. I think I think Nita um, Mansell also directed last week's one, so I, I, this was definitely this is <laughs> the director definitely up their game. I think for this one. Yeah. To be honest, but uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was. It was I just liked it, really. I, I, I just really enjoyed it. I mean, I can't I, not much else I can um, sort of say really, because I, say I, only, I only watched it the once. I was, maybe there's some other nuances I haven't detected. Um,
1: two, two, two things that bothered me. Oh, while go, watching on. It, go on. Which which probably just suggests now that I'm too old to be watching Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Is one? Yeah. If they've run away on a train, mm-hmm. how does she get the Tardis back? that like quickly? Oh yeah. Um, unless the Tardis was there and they took the train up to Niagara originally. I, 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 don't, I don't know, know why it, you I'm, would
0: do that if you got. To, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, carry I'm on. I'm not quite sure. I'm okay.
1: not quite sure. Yeah. The Tardis seemed to. To be where they needed it to be, rather than <laughs> any suggestion of where they'd left it. <laughs> Go and on. the other, and the other thing, um, why are uh, Tesla and Edison's minds not removed their knowledge of the Doctor and the Tardis uh, and whatever?
0: Yes, yeah. Um, now, for those of you who've listened to the Doctor Who podcast, which I also appear on uh, occasionally, um, James and I did... James also asked me a question at the end, and I said exactly the same. He asked me, you know, if they wipe minds in the minds the, in the second... you know, for the, um, the, the, the opening couple of episodes, Yeah. why not this time? And yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's and, and, exactly it, it. and to be honest, you know, the whole... Wiping the minds of people that have been in the Tardis or or I've met the Doctor, wasn't isn't a problem to me. Not not my, wiping the minds isn't a problem to me. Yeah, but having had they not done it in the first two parter, wouldn't wouldn't have even crossed my mind for no. it to have been something to 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 query as to as to how they they've been allowed to wander off with that knowledge. But yeah, having done it in the first two, parts, it's it's almost as if somebody isn't really. Joining up the dots to make yeah. sure there's some sort of consistency. Oh, no. throughout it's, the um, stories. And,
0: and to be honest, I don't like this mind wipey thing. And it's too Star Trek. No, it's
1: too Star Trek. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it it seems out of place in the two parter.
0: Yeah, but not only that, we, we I mean, last we, we didn't mention last week the Doctor basically the Vulcan mind milled. Yeah. Um, as I say, it's a Star Trekky thing. I know sci-fi borrows heavily from other sci fi genres but hey that's too I mean, well I mean, known. And
1: you know? and I know I know we had it with, with Ten and Donna. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not um, saying this is anything new. Um So so it's not new, but no. it's just the fact that this just seemed it seemed out of place in the sec, in the in obviously the second of the two at the end of the the second one of the two parter. Hmm. And then having done something that seems out that out of place and out of step with Doctor Who yeah, to then not follow it through logically then you should be following it through the next stories. Yeah, you should be. You should be. So why you wouldn't? And actually the knowledge that they've gained from her is far more therefore far more likely to to be able to work out how to use that. Yeah, the, yeah, do something more
0: with that knowledge rather than an SOE agent. Yeah. Who the doctor, by basically realised who she was, would know that she died fairly the shortly afterwards yeah. in Dachau. So, yeah. I could do anything with that knowledge.
1: No. I okay, suppose could was... have
0: written diaries, but again, that would have. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't make a lot of
1: sense. No. No. So, yeah, it, it, that just seemed to be an odd. A really odd thing to introduce one story and totally ignore the next. Yeah,
0: um, no, no, no I, that, I, no, I do agree. I totally you know, agree. I totally I'm quite agree. happy
1: if they never do it again. So you know, I, I can't not, see that though. That's now
0: that's no. now become part of you know. Well, so, you'd uh, have thought you know, so. Psychic then, paper and the sonic screwdriver now <coughs> isn't it, this series? But I'd say you'd thought
1: so, but no, not necessarily.
0: Yeah, I reckon it will still be a a thing. Actually, this series it
1: seems to be. Anyway, anyway, <coughs> um, it's almost as if the showrunner hasn't really got his finger on the pulse, isn't <laughs> it? Here we go. We started chibnall bashing.
0: <laughs> oh crikey!
1: So, um, <coughs> anyway, as, as you started coughing, Paul, um, as as I, as I am now, you know, have, have moments left to live. <laughs>
0: Well, if that's the case, but well, we'd better read out the feedback then, haven't we? Yes. Um, well, thank you so much, once again, everybody um, who submitted some feedback to us. Um, it's really as much appreciated. We lo- we do genuinely love reading out your comments. Um, so uh, thank you very much. So, first of all, we're going to go through the Twitter feedback. And first one is from Sean Murrican. Um Sean says, terrific return to form for the show after last week. Proper Jeopardy, proper scary space scorpions. Proper stuff for all, for all the fame to do. Proper tribute to an icon of history. Proper ep. Loved it. Okay, I went down well. Okay, thanks, Sean. Uh, next up, we have uh, Timeless Noble. Um, now, this was actually sent us over three tweets. Um, so, it starts with, I can't fit everything I liked about this episode in a single tweet. It was brilliant. I love the music, the story, the writing, the historical theme. The campaigns were better than ever, especially Yaz. Love them. And the Doctor was fantastic, taking her to the limit. They made a Gallifrey reference. I was living. Uh, I, I think it, says, it said I was living. I think it said I was loving. I think so. Then. And I love she tried to solve everything by building things. That's something I adore about. Now, that is good, actually. Uh, that is one thing we forgot to mention. The Doctors build something at the end. Yeah. Which is sort of like a um, heart back to the old days as well. Um so that's something I adore about her. I'm probably forgetting many things because it was a really, really good episode. Um, uh, so from the best of this era, I'll definitely re-watch it soon. OK, thank you very much. Uh, next up we have Jacob Dinkle. Um, he says, a fun, simple story with a superb guest cast. Tesla's first scene goes all the character development we need. He's so easily fully fleshed out in a way that no character was in the previous week. Totally agree there. Um, Edison and Skerritt were great as well. Now we haven't mentioned Dorothy Skerritt. yet, have we? No. We, we didn't. We didn't mention her um, yet again. That was
1: one of his assistants, actually. And we've taken we've taken the, the, the turn of the century very much to heart and ignored the woman. <laughs> <laughs> we do apologise for that. We really do. Um,
0: that's what comes from watching it once, basically. Yeah. Um, no, no. She, again, that that is uh, that is um, accurate, and she was the person who sort of kind of kept, um, i can put it sort of Tesla's flights of fancy a bit more grounded. She she was kind of the the Tesla style influence. Uh, uh, sorry, the Edison influence he probably needed. She yeah. was she was more of the salesperson than uh, than Tesla was. So, so yeah. So again, quite an important character. Um, so next up goes anyway, back to the back to the feedback. Uh, next one with Ottawa Tom. Uh just says, quite like that one, felt like a proper bit of who. Okay, so that seems to be the running theme. People felt it was like it was proper Doctor Who this week. But then again, people felt that about last week as they said it was like a like a proper base under siege. Hmm. Which we didn't think. But um but to cancel the positivity, we have we have a one-word review uh from Scott E. Smith, and Scott says Horrible. Okay. Thank you, Scott. You've got you have a yin and a yang, haven't you? Mm. <clears throat> okay, so next up with some Facebook feedback. And uh, first we have Joanne Alexander, a, a previous guest of the show. Uh, Joanne says, i spent a lot of time having filthy thoughts about Tesla. Um, at that point, I did actually ask Joanne, anything else you'd like to add to that? Um, so she came back with, um, also thought it was an enjoyable romp. The baddies reminded me of some of the Eccleston ones for some reason. Slightly light on terror, but fun. Okay, thank you, Joanne. Next we have Abby Peck. Um, Abby says, I gave it a B minus. Not my favourite, but Jodie was great, and so was Tesla. I, I would agree. I thought Jodie Whittaker was good this week, actually. Yeah. Um, next up we have Jeff Waddle. Uh, Jeff says, a belter of an episode. Invading aliens, historical figures, a cracking performance from Jodie. Just great. Simple, fun, Doctor Who as it should be. And I'm not going to disagree with that, actually, because it was simple, and it, and I did find it fun, actually. I, I, I'll agree. Um, next up, John Michael Lindsay. Uh, John Michael says, far better than last week's episode, that's for sure. Uh, Goran Visnich was excellent as Tesla, also great in the series Timeless, if you haven't already seen it. No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, and a nice historical meets alien story. Similar feel to the Ragnos with Queen Skithra, yes, totally agree. And the Scorpions, but one of the better storylines in Jody's run. Next week's looks potentially even better. Okay, thank you, John Michael. Now we have uh, email feedback, and um, with that, from our two regular contributors of email. Uh, first of all, Ian Key. Uh, hello, Ian. He said, "Hope this isn't too late. You know what it's like with these old-fashioned methods of communication." <laughs> Um, for those you can remember from last week, I said uh, emails is for the, it's for the older generation. <laughs> As it seems to be. So um, he says, Was away last so, week. Wh- what do I do with my postcards? <laughs> what do I do with this self stamped addressed envelope? envelope. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, he says, Was away last weekend, so first watch the episode on Monday whilst we're coming from a stag doing Barker. Ark at you, barks Barcelona. And then again on Wednesday after. Um, Dosing up on cough syrup and Lemsip as coming down with man flu. Um, Join the club, mate. So um, I thought the episode looked amazing. Seemed to go along at a good pace, however. Thought the alien queen jarred a bit and it just didn't fit. The creatures running around looked good, though, as did the possessed gents with electricity coming out of them. Must watch it again when I feel more with it, as I'm, as I'm sure, at least I'm hoping, that this episode has more to offer. Cheers, Ian. Okay, cheers, mate. Um, actually, I do feel I must watch it again. I only after watching it the once, actually, I do, hmm. I do feel the same way. But uh, now, lastly, <clears throat> another regular contributor. We have another email from uh, Daniel Winterbottom Stanley, um, and Daniel uh, writes to us and says, "Dear Phil and Paul, he's, he's dropped the Philip. Not not so formal this week. It seems. Oh, it, it, yeah, you see. Yeah, so uh, pay, 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 pay people realise that's just too posh for you, don't they?" <laughs> so he says uh dear phil and paul i hope you're well thanks for reading out my feedback they've been the highlight of your podcast uh this wait may well be my last email my mum says she'll take my phone off me if i don't start arguing strange on the internet she treats me still like i come still 34 um okay where to start with this episode it was embarrassingly boring Nothing happened. It reminded me when my mum goes out, I get all excited. I get some Kiora in and look forward to a good time. But the night, night arrives and I'm a man in his 40s, sat alone watching Doctor Who. Uh, no wonder kids have stopped watching and, uh, and toy shops refuse to stock Doctor Who merch. Try buying a Dalek at Woolworths tomorrow. You won't be able to. Once again, Richard Dinsdale was woeful. I'm starting to think he just can't act. George Clooney was okay as Tesla, although his accent was dodgy. I will no longer be watching Doctor Who on broadcast. I'll wait until it's on iPlayer. I don't want the BBC having my viewing figure. Thanks, Daniel Witterbottom Stanley. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank yet you. again for another entertaining email. And please keep them coming in. We enjoy reading them out. And we enjoy reading everybody's um, emails and tweets and, and Facebook posts. So please keep the keep the feedback coming in. Yes. Um, so, I think that just about wraps up this episode, doesn't it? So it does. Um, next week, we've got Fugitive of the Jadoon. Oh, there's you all optimistic again next week. Next week, can I? <laughs> yeah, well, let's see if we, if um, Paul and I can find a cure for this uh, <laughs> yes. planet wide pan- pand- <laughs> virus that's that, that's uh, left only me and him alive. alive. So, uh... yes. <laughs> Okay. So I'm off to the laboratory now. Um, So it is uh, goodbye for me, Phil.
1: And goodbye for me, Paul. Goodbye.